With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, 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 it is the Castworthy Podcast. We are back at you. I am Big Steve, a.k.a. Last of a Dying Breed on the Twitter machine, joined today by one EJ, the Sophisticated Savage. We are a two-man show today as VP is out in the streets because he's vaccinated, lost all sight of his senses. And uh, just out there being a little thought today. What's going on, man? What's up with you? Not much. Just out here, out here, live, living in uh, enjoying life, man. Joy life. Enjoying life. Enjoying life. Enjoying life. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think it's my uh, my headset's a little light. Can't hear you clearly. Um. Holiday weekend, man. Memorial Day weekend. Um, festivities going on up there. Like the official start of uh, of summer. Anything going on up there in uh, uh, Baltimore? Nope, not for me. Just um, you know, Memorial Day salute to the uh, soldiers out there that you know paid the ultimate price and with their lives and you know um, families. And uh, definitely just, you know, remember the real reason for Memorial Day. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Burgers and dogs and all that goes along with that. But, uh, yeah, to the fallen, to the fallen, obviously, we send our best to their families. Um, And uh, we can only, you know, do what what they expect us to do. Um, Take the, the holiday to uh to pay our respect so um you got any plans any plans for for uh for this actual weekend you you uh stepping out um you know nothing crazy man what you got going on uh i think i'm gonna probably do a little bit of pool action um i'm still still kind of getting used to going back out in public after uh after the vaccine so Seeing people without masks and shit like that, I'm still skeptical. You know, I got trust issues. Indeed, that makes sense. Makes I see sense. People without masks, and I think they're Trump supporters that just don't like to wear masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's cold up here, man. It's like 40, 50 degrees. Is it? I figured. I saw you uh, post a little something on Instagram and had on the hoodie. So hoodie <laughs> yeah, season. It's hoodie season in full effect. <laughs> So about yeah, a couple more days. That's weird, man. I mean, I guess I lose track of how to um I've lost track over the years being down here of how the um seasons work up there because you know shit, it's ninety it's been ninety all week, eighty nine ninety all week down here. No, nah, it shouldn't be this warm. Uh, I mean it shouldn't be this cold at this time. It's definitely something different, man. By this time it's usually hot. <laughs> Global cooling. Gotta be. 
Yeah. Um. All right, so let's get right into it, man. Tonight, well, uh, before we do that, Castworthy Podcast, uh, we can be found just about anywhere uh, you, you get your podcast content uh, for audio purposes, for video purposes. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Facebook every Sunday. We do live uh, recordings for both of those. Um, you can follow us on social media, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all by just looking for Castworthy, C-A-S-T-W-O-R-T-H-Y. And, um, you know, some of the some of the major ones, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, um, you know, that's that's where you can find this, man. Like, subscribe, uh, and you'll get an alert when we go live if you do so on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. So, um, yeah, so let's get into it, man. Tonight, it is going to be a, uh, a holiday for people that love music, right? Uh, you have the rematch uh, versus for uh, Swiss Beats and Timberland. Yeah, the two guys that uh the two guys that that single-handedly might have saved uh you know black culture's uh social life during one of the hardest times in in life, you know, and maybe not just black culture but you know, music goers and you know, uh music lovers rather. Yeah, I mean, brought us this whole versus thing, you know, when they just started off seemingly on ig live talking crazy to one another and swiss was in the car and timbo was in the studio and then you know time and time and performance after performance later here we are so it's only right that these guys you know kick it off with a rematch and get together and actually redo it and see what happens this time indeed man um you know it was it was uh pretty much the one that set it off right i mean I guess there was that little that little Just Blaze joint that uh, I think it was Just Blaze and, and Swiss kind of got together first in a little club or whatever, a little bar or whatever. Um, and then but the Swiss and Timbo was really like what what kind of set it and had these guys, uh, you know, prep for it. So um, for the success that they've had so far, really, uh, I look forward to it. Like you said, uh, Swiss was in the car last time. Audio wasn't the best. Um, we have to assume that these are the guys that, that, you know, built this thing. So they're doing it in the club down in Miami. You have to assume that they're going to make sure the audio is right. They're going to make sure the visuals are right. This is going to be the, uh, the, probably the first huge one since, you know, places have started reopening, you know, I don't know if they're doing, uh, they'll probably have some type of crowd in there. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, It's fucking Florida. (laughs) <laughs> people down here don't care man they, if, if if it means fun they'll die for it so uh you know they don't they ain't worried about covid but uh i look forward to it man it's just gonna be excellent i'm gonna pour up a few nice tings uh probably <laughs> uh load up the chat with some banter you'll probably see that and probably get tired of the shit i'll be talking put it on mute or something because uh <laughs> But what, what do you think, man? Um, you know, we've heard it before. I'm assuming these guys have huge catalogs, right? So I think they're going to go back to the well on some tracks. But I think, you know, for showmanship, they'll probably break out some other stuff, some new stuff. Um, yeah. What do you think the count's going to be on on this one? Oh, man. 
I mean, it definitely going to break out some new stuff. I think it's going to be some performances. I don't, you know, I think they're going to put on some kind of a show, man. Because today is the day. It's a good day to do it, you know, at 8 o'clock. Um, definitely for our part of the, the country, as far as like the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, you know, people not going to really be outside because it's pretty cold and it's been rainy. So, you know, people might be tuned in um, and they might have some big, big performers on there. I don't, you know, I don't know what to expect, man. Um, you know, if they go back to the well with joints, you got to think that Timbo is going to, you know, out outlast them. But um, I don't know, man. Swiss has got some joints. Swiss has done a lot of joints, but. Timbo's got the classics, but yeah, it it'll just different. be it'll be uh dope to see. I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna play some new DMX music and all of that good stuff. So yeah. Yeah, Tim Timbo's different. I mean, so X's album came out. We'll get into that for sure. Um I think uh yeah, I think I think like what you said, I think there's gonna be some people that pop up. I think there's gonna be some people that uh that do some light performances uh, there potentially, um, you know, and uh, I think it's 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 perfect timing. Memorial Day weekend is the start of the summer. People are at pick uh, cookouts and shit like that. Almost said the p word, picnics, um, <laughs> and uh, the gatherings, right? So like, I, I kind of wish I was having a gathering, but um, I don't have any friends, so there's that, uh, and. <laughs> It'd be great to to pop open, um, you know, the screen and put up a projector and just have a bunch of people sit around and enjoy that. So I'm sure that's what's going to happen in a lot of areas, a lot of people's homes. Um, so I think they picked a great weekend for it for for those guys. Uh, and I, I look forward to it. People, you know, like you said, Swiss has a bunch of shit and um, he has tracks that are just bangers. But Swiss, uh, but um. Timberland's done a little bit of everything, man. He's got shit with everybody. JT, he's worked, I mean, obviously alongside Missy, you know, uh, Timberlake. Then you can get into his white bag, you know, with uh, Nelly Furtado and motherfuckers like that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think if you're I think if you're from New York, if you're a New York native, I think, uh, you know, you probably you're going to hear certain Swiss tracks and you're going to be like, oh, that's that's a point you know what i'm saying um for sure there's there's tons of them right rough riders anthem um those come on you hear uh world war three he's got to play world war three um you know that that beat is crazy this you, you just there's so much stuff that that swiss can can get into um and and we're gonna be like oh shit because it's gonna be nostalgic to summer's past where you were out and and he had a banger and he had a track and it just brings you back to certain times of your life. So that is uh that's what I think is gonna be a big piece for for New Yorkers. But um Timbo just got shit upon shit upon shit. Uh yeah, and I mean the Leah joints, the the Missy joints, the you know, it, it's but I the thing about it is though, Swiss is a showman and you know swiss is is just brilliant when it comes to putting on a show and organizing stuff so i'm i'm just really curious to see if there will be you know some added guests and performances and you know i'm just you know the everything that they put together thus far has kind of led up to this moment of this rematch 
So yeah. it it'll be dope to see what happens, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so you talked about uh, them playing some DMX tracks, and uh, we had a comment in the chat about X's uh, albums and and tracks being in there, but uh, DMX just uh, you know his most recent album just dropped. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that they were working on prior to his passing, obviously. <clears throat> Rest in peace to X, right? Um, did you get a chance to hear any of it? I, I went through Exodus is the is the track or the uh, album title. I mm-hmm. went through a few of the tracks. Uh, I'd like to live with it and probably go through and do, you know, two or three more listens just to kind of get through it. But uh, did you get a chance to listen at all? Uh, no, I mean, I got to look to see... I gotta look to look at the um track listing to see if there's any that I might have already listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's very possible that I might have heard it, you know, heard some things that I just didn't know was gonna be on the album. I had I been thinking, I just came in the house. Had I been thinking, I'd have been when I was on the road, I'd have been playing it, but yeah. I didn't even think about it. Um, no, so I don't see any on here that I would have already listened to um because uh, the most recent thing i listened to was the stuff that he was on for the godfather of harlem um soundtrack show, show soundtrack basically so yeah. yeah yeah this is um so i mean pandemic right obviously and then on top of pandemic you also had you know the unfortunate passing of x so i think i don't know if it was 100 percent complete when he passed away right so you can kind of hear some um you know some of the the loops are a little off and you know some of the placement of the audio same thing i said about like Khaled because you know you weren't in the studio for every single track where people came in um but uh i did you know the ones that i really liked was you know in, in true x fashion uh the ones that he did with like the r&b people those are the ones that sat with me the most like he had one with um usher which i liked mm-hmm. uh, i think it was the last one on his on the album letter to my son i liked that one um he had one with alicia keys i thought she she did him justice she blew down on that one uh and then he had one actually with bono which was mm-hmm. uh interesting skyscrapers and i think through my first listen, that might have been my my favorite one, you know, and he had the, you know, the Bath Salts one that we've been waiting on for years with Jay-Z and Nas. And I just think it dated itself. So it was good to <laughs> right. hear. Um, and then he had one on there also with uh, he has one on there with um, uh, uh, Benny the Butcher, West Side Gun um, and Conway. Right. So that one is interesting. It, kind of sounds they sound out of place on an x track like you know but you can appreciate it you can absolutely appreciate it uh and then he had the track with snoop that was on there that i liked a bit too so um some decent tracks i, I like i said i want to live with it a little more to to kind of go through some of the lyrics and words but you know um swiss obviously did a lot of the production on there and you can hear it in it um mm-hmm. in that album the beats are are you know crisp they're they're good um you know you could tell x aged a bit definitely a difference from the last time we heard him when he was young and seasoned you know kind of out of shape uh <laughs> one might say but you know still x is x right and uh we we 
going to have to respect it. So there yeah, 50, is 50 years old, man, you know, you know, it was, fit, you know, around 50. So, you yeah. know, Jay, Nas, you know, all the same um, have had their moments. So it happens, you know, and uh, it's funny you said that about that um, Griselda feature, because I, I just can't stylistically see them fitting on a track with X for funny. me. Funny. You, you know, when you get a chance to listen to it, it's just funny. It's weird. Um, you know, I like those guys, though. Like, uh, I think Benny, Benny the Butcher, he, different. He's different, man. Um, I, I like him a lot. He's probably my favorite one out of that out of that group of, uh, of guys. Um, but yeah, man. So in addition to right, we're going to probably hear some of that, you know, there was the night before it dropped Thursday night, Swiss had a listening party where people were there. Um, Jim Jones was there with Khalifa. And then he did another, um, another, uh, like gathering where he was playing it on Instagram live thursday night you know going into midnight with a bunch of people there so i have to you know assume that he was prepping for sunday in that and um or tonight really not sunday um and and i think we're gonna see some some x stuff we're gonna see a probably a really good tribute if nothing else Mm -hmm. uh to dmx probably a really good tribute to Aaliyah. they both deserve it right and you know probably many others you know we'll see but I look forward to it, man. I'm gonna pour up and uh, probably be belligerent. Starting my vacation, I took last minute. Uh, last minute, I was, you know, been a rough ass fucking week. So I just said, you know what? I'm gonna just take all next week off. So, hey, yeah, I'll be back to work on June 8th. So starting the vacation tonight, I'm be okay. Hey, that's a good way to start off. That's a good way to start it off. Not mad at that at all. No, I feel like getting in the car and driving to Baltimore. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, uh, right. I could use it. Yeah, man. man. I could definitely use it. But yeah, uh, it's, it's hoodie season here, man. So you had to dress accordingly. <laughs> I mean, I have a hoodie or two. Actually, I don't really. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna I, say. I think I got one. I got one hoodie. The the I got the one black hoodie that every everybody gotta have just in case because you never know. You need need that. You need you always that. Gotta have a black hoodie in the back of the closet, man. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just in case you gotta get to it. It's essential. It's essential. The um, VP left us with some uh, some political gems there. Some things going on oh, today. Well, not yeah, today, he- but. He wanted to make his presence felt, even though he's not present to be felt. My man so gave us a, a laundry list of uh, things. <laughs> right, nigga. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go have fun and shit, but I need y'all to talk about this, that, and that. Mm-hmm. Get some good points, though. Some good points, though. Tomorrow being the, uh, being the I, I don't want to say anniversary, but um, I guess there's no other way to say it, but you know, um, the massacre at Black, Black Wall Street. Um, I don't know how many. It was 19, had to be 1920-something. So I don't know if it was 100 year now. Um, but, yeah, tomorrow is the uh, day Tulsa. Um, of Tulsa, Black Wall Street. 
uh, massacre. So it's the hundredth anniversary. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think Russell Westbrook has a documentary coming out. I mean, it's been several recently just discussing it. And, um, you know, I don't think it's funny cause I was watching something and they were talking about how, to, how the Watchmen, uh, the HBO series kind of brought some light to that for a lot of people that didn't know about it. Um, and there've been so many different massacres around the nation historically of black people in this nation. Um, that being one of the most heinous ones because you had bombings from, uh, military planes. Yeah. Just mass shootings, just looting and burning and just savageness happening to our people. And a hundred years later, still no reparations for any of the family, no, no, uh, property going back to its original, uh, ownership. None of that has happened thus far. And, you know, we often talk on this show about crimes and, and things against, uh, other ethnicities and other cultures. Um, but black people in this, in this nation, and I never take away from what has happened to other people. It's not about, you know, the people, the victims, it's about the systems, right? But what do black people have to do to get something? You know, this isn't, this isn't slavery. This wasn't uh middle passage. This, this was American citizens in their free city, owning their businesses, living their lives, doing whatever they needed to do. And this massacre happened a hundred years ago and still nothing has been done for us or those people. Yeah. And you, you think about it. I mean, you have to be we have to be happy that, you know. I'm not going to say happy That's not probably that doesn't fit in this conversation, but we have to be appreciative that we were able to come together and change the landscape of our current government. Right. The president um, and down because, uh, you know, a lot of the what took place there was, you know, city officials and things like that, that took, you know, that that were part of it. And um, the last thing we needed would have would have been someone like Trump still being in office. That's completely tone deaf to everything that we've gone through as as a people. Um, but you, you talk about what we what we have to do to, to get something here. We'll never we'll never get anything here. They They gave us what we were getting. They gave us, you know. A black president in their minds right not in our minds we understand that you know barack obama um probably the best one of the best presidents that we've we've ever seen i know in our time definitely but as a nation even um worked for everything that he got you know um worked for his likeness earned his votes um and, and got in there but as far as they're concerned hey we we gave them their they gave them we gave them what they need they got eight years in the white house uh and now we got a a black VP. So even more so, uh, they don't think we, we deserve it. They don't, they don't understand what we went through. And and until they're, you know, until they open their eyes and their ears and their hearts, uh, to people who can tell them what it feels like. And we weren't even there. Um, <clears throat> you know, but we can still feel what that pain had to be like, just by what we see today. We see how people, how we're treated. We see how, we're, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm at a loss for words. We're, 
just just racially uh, I don't know man I don't know it's just a tough 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 topic tough subject to talk to speak to man it's it's pretty when you know and it and it's um I think for me and it's always been the case for me being somebody who you know has been made aware of the various massacres uh that our people have been victim to throughout this nation's history um post slavery um for me it's just like and i was watching one of my favorite movies yesterday the remake of it red dawn and i remember a time where you know people were commenting on the film saying that could never happen you know here uh etc cetera, etc cetera, right and you look at the black wall street massacre and people of our time today could say all oh, that could never happen here or now uh we forget that you know in philadelphia in the 80s uh, uh an entire street was was set to blaze by you know by the government um you know it, it's like and there's so many people that don't even know that this has happened before and it's like that that old saying if you don't know your history is bound to repeat itself I think the scariest thing for me is that this happened a hundred years ago, post-slavery to a free community of black people working hard, doing their thing. <laughs> and we can't get reparations. So, you know, it, it just, it just scares me because the disregard for our people, what would ever stop this or something crazy like that from happening again? I'm pretty sure, you know, obviously the times are different um, now vastly than it was then. But I mean, I'm pretty sure those people, even though they probably had to be very heightened and uh, worried about what white folks could do to them, I'm pretty sure they never imagined that that could happen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and um, you know, and you know, VP is in in the audience, um, and and he commented and he says, you know, the current mayor of Tulsa. Their family lineage traces back to 1600s. They own slaves, um, you know, and, you know, and, and that's that's the craziest part. Right. And, and we always talk about it is how it just continues. Right. People people are like, oh, well, you know, look at 2020. We had the George Floyd thing and we had all, you know, all the other riots and and, you know, protests and et cetera. Right. How how could we still be? dealing with this and it's because it's just passed on and passed on and passed on man people you know are obviously not born that way but definitely raised that way you know um and even if you don't want to be right uh, and i think vp pointed out in the last piece of his thing how they benefited right they benefited economically and politically right um clearly don't support reparations even if you don't want to be right, you're talking about the line of your family. You're talking about your generational wealth potentially being put on hold. If you, you know, stand up and, and make a statement because you're, you might lose supporters, right. And, and future family looking to run for office may not be supported because of something you say um, or do. Right. So even if it's not in your heart, it has to be in your brain. If you're these people, because it's going to keep your family moving forward. You know, and it sucks that we can in a, in our country people can can thrive off of that, right? People can thrive off of that, be successful um 
and, and you know, just continue their family line while off of something that's just just ridiculous. It's so so nasty, man. And to your point, I wouldn't be surprised if we couldn't see something like that happen today. That, that I mean, that's that's my thing. And you know, when you look at the landscape of which is uh Tulsa now in that area to where Black Wall Street was, you know, there's million dollar buildings, um, all types of things that are built. There's a whole new city project coming up in that area. And these were places where black folks actually owned the property and the land. And when it got destroyed, they were never given anything back. Insurance companies did not pay anything to them. I mean, it it's, it's insane, man, when you when you think about it and, you know, just just moving on into something else, um, going back to the Red Dawn point and your point of saying something happened today. I'm pretty sure January 6th never looked like it could ever happen in this nation. And, you know, with, with that and, and the mass shootings and everything that's happening, while we have progressed in a lot of ways as a nation it seems like we we maybe not have progressed and maybe have still remained to be as savage as we were we're just seeing it live in real time now you know you have to wonder you know the the ancestors of of the families that were impacted in Tulsa that may still be there you know, how awkward that has to be walking down the street, you know, going into businesses and just kind of living there. And, you know, how close and how easy it would be to to be like, you know what, I'm gonna burn this bitch down, you know, was good for the goose, right? Um, it's got to be a, a, just a tough situation, man. And all you're asking for is you just do like, listen, you ruined what my family could have potentially had. You know, or what we did have, right? We did have. You ruined it. You burned it down. And when we say you, we mean yes, you, white people. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It it's it's gotta piss you off. You know, every time you go downtown knowing your grandfather's drug your great 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 grandfather's drugstore was right here. This was his land. You could have had millions of dollars right now. Um, you know, the fact that <laughs> You know, we have documents of, of what these people did. Uh, you know, they 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 were so heinous with this that that citizens of Tulsa that participated in the massacre would take pictures of the dead bodies and the destruction and put them on postcards and send them around to their relatives around the nation. This is how this is how vile and disgusting these people were. And, you know, like you said, they probably benefited tremendously from this massacre from the situation how many of those people that set ablaze to something were able to then put in a bid for the land or or whatever else they did not to mention the damage that they did going around the neighborhood shooting up people's homes burning down homes looting homes raping killing people just i mean and this was a hundred years ago yeah. it's just a hundred years ago Shout out to a few networks trying to, you know, uh, VP brought it up earlier. He said a lot of people are, are have never been educated on. To 83%. You know, 
83 percent of the people, of people in, in, in that Tulsa. area. Then, yeah, and you have to think about United States in general, right? They don't teach this in school. Um, but shout out to the networks. Um, there is, uh, and for those listening, some some stuff to watch. And you know, it's too early for our bingeable segment, but uh, this I think is timely, right? Uh, History Channel's doing. Um, they're airing a documentary tonight called Tulsa Burning 1921 Race Massacre. That's uh, tonight. Um, tomorrow, uh, Dreamland, the burning of Black Wall Street, will be on CNN and streaming on HBO Max starting tomorrow, May 31st. Um, and then uh, the last one, Tulsa, the Fire and Forgotten, also will play tomorrow on PBS. So just some, um, you know, some opportunities to educate yourself and your children. Um, you know, I may record some of these, you know, really because, uh, you know, while right now my, my son might be too young for it, he needs to eventually know about it, right? Um, and this is obviously something good. You know, VP has uh, TJ who's teenage, you know, age, and he should probably, if he hasn't already, have those conversations and let them see what this looks like. And obviously you with your girls and E with his boys, you know, we have to educate them. You know, they have to understand what took place because, um, you know, if not, you know, it's easy to, we're so forgiving. We're so forgiving. And it's easy for people to look at us um, who are educated on this and be like, how are you, not, how are you okay with, you know, with, with how we're treated as people and not being educated on these types of things will make you be like, it's not that bad. <laughs> you know, I think it's a lot of different forces at work. Um, and I've made it my business to educate my girls on this and a thousand other things. Um, you know, one like last summer, I think it was, we just went through Malcolm X, MLK, the assassinations, the black Panthers. I mean, we've watched, repeated things over the about the black panthers um i think it's a lot of things that work you know first and foremost we, we we can't ignore our government's role in dismantling our 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 society as a black people right infiltrating our communities with drugs uh turning our ourselves into what we are in the sense that killing each other for drug money for blocks for places we don't own uh our sis our school systems being horrible um hiding their truth you know hiding the truth that they they done these things right and then going forward it's like you don't get educated about this and then even still you're you're too busy in the middle of a epidemic of 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 drugs and 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 violence and so as a people, we don't stand together for these things. Uh, we are very reactionary right now in the sense that, you know, when a brother or sister is killed by law enforcement, you know, we then see there's a call to action or a need for action. When there's so many things going on, the voter suppression, the the systemic racism, the everyday stuff, you know, brothers and sisters living in food deserts, um, you know, just, just so many things that our people are going through. And then there's this, when you have places that have tried to tell us that, oh, no, slaves were, were getting paid 
They were getting the they were getting land. You know, it's just it's so many things. Even in Baltimore, I mean, with the highway to nowhere, which I've told the story about, where a thriving black community was displaced and moved, and homes were lost, and the economy was shattered. I mean, there are people that live in this very city that ride up and down that street, that highway, that strip of land, and don't know the story. And you know, when you when you believe every day that life is just what it is in front of you, and you don't see the need to go back to your history because of the system and the things that are put in front of us, you know, how do you get angry about something you don't know about, you know, when everything is stacked against you? Um, so, you know, and all of our leaders, all of our credible leaders that were willing to die for their cause, you know, were killed, killed off one by one. And now we're here and now we're in a, a day and age where it's so hard to want to get behind somebody's movement because we don't know if they're in it for the clout, if they're in it for the likes, if they're in it for the money. And then we we have so many competing issues. You know, people can't seem to say, you know what, I don't believe in exactly what you do, but I can still get behind you because we have a commonality. You know, and then our, our households are, are black and men, our black uh, men and women you know, just worlds apart seemingly sometimes. Um, so it's, I think it's just so many different things that work that help bolster this uh, ignorance or, or lack of knowledge that people have about these type of things. Yeah, I, I couldn't say, you know, any better. I think you, you put it perfect. I was actually thinking that as you were talking and going to get into that is just you don't know. You don't know. Right. Um, we always talk about it. We don't have the leaders. You know, that's what we're missing. Right. We don't have the leaders that were around before. We don't have the Malcolms. We don't have the the Martins. We don't have, um, you know, any of them. We don't have any 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 leaders. Right. Um, and, and the ones that we do, you start to you start to question. Social media has us in a place where we question everything, you know. Is it for clout? Is it just somebody trying to get rich? Is it somebody just trying to get followers? You know, as opposed to maybe this person genuinely cares, genuinely wants to get a message out and genuinely wants to hope to educate people and maybe make some type of change. Yeah, it's um, tough. It's certainly tough, man. Um, and, and you know, when we and, that, and that's the other thing, too, you know, when we have uh, been able to see what has happened to our leaders um, of the past, you know, it, it kind of begs the question, man, it's, it's a tough decision. And that's why I always tell people, like, I, I always get disgusted by people that said, I'm not my ancestors. I will show you these hands. Like, are you kidding me? You know, the, the amount of hatred, the, the, the force, the, the, the certain death that they faced I couldn't imagine being Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. with children, a family. Shit, he wanted to live. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't want to he didn't want to be gunned down and 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 died for and die for the world to see. But he he accepted that as his potential fate when you had agents of the government calling your house, bugging your phone, following you. Are you kidding me? You are not your ancestors. Are you kidding me? Malcolm X was brutally murdered. 
and assassinated in front of his children in a hail of bullets. Mega ever shot at his home. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, so when we have that on display, knowing that this is what this country would do, shit, our, our president had his head blown off in broad daylight. You know, when, when you know the evils of this nation and what people are willing to do to stand up to people that are trying to fight for a just cause, it brings pause to, you You know what I mean? And it's tough. You know, that's why Farrakhan is well protected. You know, uh, you know, certain people go as far as they go because, you know, they know it's, it's, it's some, some, something behind that. So, um, it's tough, man. And, and we, as a people, I don't know that we would be ready to make that sacrifice. Um, because you know, in a lot of ways, life is a lot better. And so people are happy living with what they have, but you know, unfortunately it'll, it'll take something. I don't know what it would take because something like a George Floyd, uh, murder or, or event, or, I mean, it's so many different things that you could say and still it's, you know, hasn't hit us all the way just yet. And, um, it's tough, man. It's tough when you know what the enemy's capable of. It's tough. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> when you talk about that, um, I, I wish I had it, but Patrice O'Neill, um, late Patrice O'Neill, one of the comedians that we lost prematurely, um, unfortunately, had a skit that he did, and I'm, I'll find it, but in time, uh, what he talked about everyone who tries to bring people together ends up being killed, right? They want us against each other. They want us pinned against each other, you know? Um, you know, and he goes, he goes into it and he makes it, a, he makes a joke out of it, right? He was a comedian. It was funny, but you know, when you talk about jokes, there's always truth behind jokes. You know, mm-hmm. truth, no matter how funny people think shit is and how jokey jokey and, you know, unreal shit seems at times. There is always some truth. Once you finish joking, the truth has to come out eventually. Um, and, uh, you know, he talks about that. And, and I'll send that to you later. Um, maybe we'll find a way to get that on the um, on the uh, social media for uh, for our followers and listeners. But, Indeed. But, yeah, man, watch some of those. Uh, watch some of those. Uh, VP also let us know that there's one on NBC tonight at 10 o'clock. Um of course, he's a poster boy for that channel. Yeah, MSNBC. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure he has a tattooed somewhere on him. Probably got mm-hmm. it in the military. Tramp stamp. That's what MSNBC. Military. <laughs> Never mind. Um... <laughs> Some other quick things. He uh, let us know about the Texas uh, voter suppression bill. Um, basically, utilizing uh, law to overturn uh an election uh preponderance of of evidence i believe it was um to overturn a a vote just crazy um a lot going on in texas that the fucking ability to carry guns without a permit <laughs> she about to be like a fucking cartoon nigga <laughs> you about to see Elmer Fudd out there with a fucking musket? You about to see 
<laughs> Yo, Incredible. Sam, Sam, little midget red hair motherfucker, jump out of a big ass truck in Texas with two guns, talking about varmint. I mean, it's about I, you know, we talk about the Wild West. VP talks about it all the time. It's about to be the Wild West out in fucking Texas, bro. It's about to get crazy out there. <laughs> say the least. To say the least. You think Ted Cruz is just chomping at the bit, just like drawing for straws to try and keep, you know, supporters with all the shit that, that he's getting behind? I mean, it's Texas, man. I mean, these are the people that, you know, will will, will shut down everything for a football game. You know, uh, they're just different out there, bro. <laughs> like, they're just, uh, I mean, not saying that's not akin to other cities, but or states and cities, but you know, they just they just different out there, man. I mean, these are the same people saying, "Remember the Alamo, man." You know, like <laughs> you know, uh, celebrating some place that they stole some land from and then took it back. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just uh, it's just crazy out there, man. And I, I don't know. Um, I just say to black people. Stay together, stay vigilant, stay armed, stay prayed. I guess (laughs) watch your ass, man, because I, I, you know, who knows what Ted Cruz is doing out there, man. But I never understood how black, you know, how there are actually black people in Texas. Dallas, Houston, you know, Fort Worth. uh, Oh, no, no, no. I know they're there. Yeah. You know, I just think about the stuff that goes on in Texas and, you know, that's got to be a difficult decision to say I'm going to stay here, keep my family here. I mean, unless you have no other choice, right? And obviously, yeah. you got people that are there from Katrina that were displaced and stuff like that, you know, just because that's how, how the chips fell. But holy shit, Texas it's, is a weird, weird place, bro. It's wild. Uh, the January 6th commission bill failed in the Senate, um, basically making a commission to, to you know, look into and probe uh, to the highest extent about all of these terrorists and, and insurgents that uh, attacked the Capitol. Um, Schumer's going to bring it back up again, but we'll see. Uh, Republicans offered a proposal for infrastructure just under $1 trillion, uh, only proposing $257 billion in new spending. And Dems and Republicans still negotiating the police report, reform bill. But uh they've passed and they've also passed uh Biden Biden's deadline that he set for them to get it done. So good old Joe waiting back to try to get the best out of both parties and it ain't happening. Um here we are. Yeah, Joe needs to get past that shit, man. And I know Vari Vari has mentioned it in passing, but you know, I think it needs it needs to be said, man. Just keep the peace shit. Listen. Get in there and fucking wave your dick a little bit and, and, and get your people on the phone and tell them, listen, make shit happen one way or another. Make this shit happen. There's some stuff that just has to go down. He's looking like a fucking pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, why don't you two guys come together as a group? You know, let's make sure everyone's on the same page. We're never going to be on the same page. We're different fucking people, dog. It don't work like that. It never has worked like that. 
the only time it worked like that was probably when he initially got into politics when while they were you know dems and republicans they were still white so they were on you know the page for one thing like we just talked about them being better and us not and we got canceled <laughs> uh, listen man he got to get in there listen man pull oh, your pants he, up old he man. also he also uh he also had you know when trump when this whole thing went down trump was uh pushing for an investigation for the origin of the of covid-19 biden's admin basically uh canceled that probing without um looking at looking into it with fauci and different health officials basically not making them aware that that was happening um because now there there's new suspicion that it came from a lab aha i remember somebody being on this podcast saying came from a lab aha yeah there's no 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 uh no surprise there to me um i know you brought it up um i know vp brought it up uh but he brought it up more as uh you know something that he that people were saying based on how covid uh acts and reacts you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean it's tough you know it's tough when you 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 don't want to appear and come off like a conspiracy theorist right you know, but then, but then you, you're, but you're a realist, you know, um, in, in certain circumstances, you want to give, you know, just the life and, and shit benefit of the doubt. And, you know, at times it comes out to make you look like a dick, you know? Um, and so, and when I say that, I mean, like you brought this up and, you know, I'm like, stop, stop. All you think about is Tuskegee. You know what I'm saying? Like that was literally, you know, a summary of what I was saying to you. Um, Granted, we don't have any evidence that it actually came from a lab, but still. We don't. We don't have any true evidence right now. But in time, right, we may see. And there's just some stuff that could be said, and I'm just, I'm not going to say it. Uh, (laughs) You know, some stuff that... uh, if, if we ain't canceled already for this episode, uh, that would definitely do it. That'd probably get us there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, but what I mean, do you think, man? What what, what do you think happens? What what action happens if nothing's it's found gonna, that this nothing's is... gonna happen? Nothing's gonna happen from this investigation. Nothing's gonna happen. Period. Uh, you know they've got the World Health Organization looking into it. Um, which you know. China's had got them in, in pocket like every like most every other organization. I mean, every other nation uh, they work with. Um, it, it's not going to happen. China's not going to China's not going to come out and, and let it happen and let it be known that this came from them. It, w- it would be horrible. Um, and then, you know, too, there, there's nothing really that could be done about it, you know, um, other than, you know, just just shaming them There's nothing that could really be done about it sanctions and all of that you know political bs doesn't mean anything china is everywhere they've got their hands in everything uh they're in they're 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 at this we have this cold space war going on with them trying to see who can put people on the moon first and live there you know and then blow up the world you know i mean it's it's nothing that's going to be done um but you know we we joke about it but 
the Tuskegee experiment is really all you really need to know. I mean, when you think about it, that, you know, hundreds and, and thousands of people later on would contract syphilis, et cetera, and, and live with it or, or die with it, depending on the time that they had it, that was created in a lab. You know what I mean? So how can you not say that this is not possible? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, VP put in the in the chat uh, for those who can't see and maybe just listening um, that the theory is potentially that it was being studied and made it bullshit. Way out of the lab. Bullshit. Um, and bullshit. I mean, we know that there's chemical warfare. We know that, you know, since Columbus, the days of the, the early settlers, you know, chemical warfare has existed in this country. I mean, in this world. And, you know, when you see things like this that attack cells so aggressively hiv uh uh this i mean there are there are people that have the ability to do this stuff you know we've known about sars for a long time somebody already said hey let's see how we can make this more aggressive 10 times you know? aggressive you know especially what is what are the odds that it comes from you know a country that is big on population control that is extremely overpopulated, right? I mean, just just lots of lots of stuff that that to, to keep in mind and take into consideration. There, you know, it it acts and reacts, right? And now we're seeing as it lives on, it mutates. It's mutating, and we're seeing different strings of it. Um, and it it those strings are worse, right? Some of the symptoms are worse. Some of the uh, Long-term effects can potentially be worse. Um, you know, the, the hardest part for me when we talk about lab creation is um, understanding that it takes so long for them to find, or it took so long to find, um, you know, a vaccine for it, right? It's similar to, you know, I, I put a lot of stuff into technology thought when I try to process things. And I think about coders, right? People that write databases. Mm -hmm. And so Mark is a coder, right? Mark is a, a, he writes databases. If he writes in code and he writes a code for a program, right? Um, there could be another programmer that comes behind him. And it's extremely difficult because he might have things written in there that's going to make it harder for that programmer to alter and change um, and edit what that program does the functionality of it you know the visuals all of that stuff um and that's because it was placed there by this specific person and that's kind of how i think of you know covid is it took very very long because they couldn't figure out what the underlying you know uh bacteria i guess right was mm -hmm. um that they had to target to to make us somewhat immune to it um and I think of it in, in the coding standpoint, right? If it was just something that popped up like common cold or some crazy shit like that, you know, something that we've seen before, it might have been easier for them, you know, like the flu vaccine, right? You know, changes every year because there's a little bit of difference here. There's, it's attacking something different. It's a little more uh, severe. Change the vaccine a little bit, right? But for this, it took a while. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, you know. That that's how uh, you know the idea and the theory of chemical warfare would be. You know, we're gonna make something our enemy has never seen before. They're not gonna know what hit them, and boom. You know what I mean? 
it you know they this is this kind of stuff is you know that cloak and dagger movie type stuff they talk about you know one uh general said when talking about the uh space cold war that's going on now in one of these documentaries he said look man you know i know uh i know that you know a lot of the stuff we've seen on movies you know looks really unreal and unrealistic but you know, when you've seen some of the things that he's seen that he's classified to see, some of that stuff is is a little bit more realistic than we think. You know what I mean? So it's it's possible. And and to say that it's impossible, it, you're just as naive as any fucking one else. Like, it's just, it's naivety. Like, if you just believe that everybody is doing the right thing because they're in a position where they're supposed to do the right thing, then I can sell you this fucking beach house in in oklahoma like it just doesn't make sense right by the shore um vp is in the chat saying that he agrees with everything that we said word for word um (laughs) and speaking of vp uh the heat were swept yesterday (laughs) there goes my pick (laughs) oh there goes bye 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 uh, the, the Miami Heat, uh, well, that was your, that was your realistic pick, right? I mean, your actual pick with your heart could still make it in the Knicks, uh, <laughs> potentially if Julius Randle remembers what he did for the first 82 games. Um, but, uh, yeah, Milwaukee made slight work of the heat. Uh, we've always talked about Jimmy Butler not being, the guy that we saw in the bubble that was bubble Butler um, and having to step up for four quarters because people are different, you know, now in the regular, regular scope of the NBA. Um, so heater down, down, go the heat, Milwaukee on to the next round. Your Knicks, man, they've been struggling. Derek Rose looks like a whole different animal though. Um, this guy is revived. He's changed his game. Um, he took, he took to the internet to tell people, you know, this is not the old me. This is the new me. Um, you know, in, in less words, this is, you know, I've changed, right. I've changed and I think my game is better now and and he's doing, he's doing a great job for you guys, you know, Uh some of your young guys, you know, to kind of come out of that, you know, that honeymoon of man, this is the big stage, right? That's exactly Um, what's going on. And I think they're missing it. And I, you know, honestly, I think it's even bigger stage because it's Madison Square Garden, right? And it's we're coming out of COVID, and all the stars are using it as an opportunity to get out, right? Get out in New York, go to the game, courtside. You know, you got these big names, huge names out there. Um, versus all eighty-two games, they were seeing you know average Joes out there, faces they don't recognize. But now you got Fifty Cent sitting courtside. You got Spike Lee sitting courtside every game, acting a, a wild fool, of course, um, and, and many others. So uh, I think that stage for them is just huge. And maybe the road games might be a little bit easier because they may not see that kind of stardom. Um, and the media is different. You know, New York media is fucking killers. We always talk about that. Well, the, the biggest problem is, and, and I said it before the playoffs started, they ended the season having offensive struggles. Uh, Thibs is not an offensive-minded coach. They'll play defense, but sometimes defense is great, but sometimes you have to have better offense or just as good offense. And 
I I think after they won the last game, I think they got over some of the jitters, but offensively they just aren't getting it done. They live by the three and they're dying by the three. And when they have an opportunity to kind of do something different and go inside and attack, they're not doing it. And I think Thibs, while he deserves so much praise for where they are, he also deserves just as much um, uh, criticism because offensively they just don't seem like they have any plan. They don't do anything different and they just look like deers and headlights. Um, So we'll see in about an hour what's going to happen. Um, if the Hawks win this game, it's pretty much over. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, Trey Young is out there uh, showing up a bit. And, man, I tell you, nothing, <laughs> nobody will kill motherfuckers like New Yorkers, bro. Trey Young been just mm-hmm. a quiet, light skin, under-the-radar guy since he came in, in the in the league. He come out there and start putting up numbers on the Knicks in the playoffs, and it's memes galore. The world hates him. Um, you know, and, and even worse, right? You got piece of shit New Yorker that spit on him. You know, he probably was from Connecticut. No, nah, I think he was a New York. He's probably from Long Island. <laughs> you know how they are. They racist as fuck. You know that. Shit, everywhere in New York's racist as fuck. Staten yeah. Island is the most racist place in New York. Yeah, but he's also light skinned so <laughs> facts. <laughs> but um. They killing him. They killing him with his baby scout. The lollipop with hair on it was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's stepping up to it, man. He's stepping up to the plate. Um, he's he's being cocky, being cocky about it, you know. Um, I don't know. Two one Atlanta. I I would like to see the Knicks tie it up today. Two two. Just uh. You know, for theatrics, and and I'd actually like to see the Knicks go on to the next round. But yeah, um, we'll see. I think like with a better team, we beat them all year. I think with a better team, it's just we're not getting our offense together. Mm-hmm. I think with a better team, we just just not playing good offensively. So, but the Jazz are now up against uh, Memphis. Phoenix is down two to one to LA, who's playing today as well. Three thirty, uh, Denver. Your boys out there, your boys out there uh, in, in Portland took it to your boy the other night. Tied up now. Yeah, Denver, Portland tied up 2 2. Uh, Portland showed out, uh, showed up because Dame scored one bucket and they still won by 20 points. Dame um, Dollar. Philly's up 3 0 on Washington as expected. Um, Mavericks over the Clips two to one. They play tonight at nine thirty. Yeah, we got Philly might sweep. Yeah, Boston. Brooklyn, uh, Boston tonight. Uh, Philly might sweep Washington on Monday. And Tatum that's put about up it. Fifty the other night. Fifty piece. Put up fifty on them. Um, I think that's the only game Boston wins. Yeah, it might be. I think he, you know, blew his low pause. And um, that's the game they win. Lakers and Phoenix. I mean, if the Lakers start to click, it's going to be tough. Um, and uh, we'll see. So VP asks in the chat, uh, do you think the Bucks having a week off before their potential next uh, next opponent 
will impact them. Um, you know, and then that's a big debate always, you know, is rest versus, uh, you know, fresh, uh, fresh legs versus weary legs. Um, it definitely could impact some momentum for them, but, you know, I think at this stage they came out, they, they seemed focused. They came out to do what they wanted to do. They got, they got rid of the biggest, I think of anything, I think of anything to that point, they were probably so focused on beating Miami that will they be prepared the next round? Will they have the same focus? Will they have the same energy aside from the rest? Because, you know, in sports, I remember there being teams that we would we would circle on the calendar for years out, you know, trying to put everything we could to beat them and then have a beat beat them and then have a letdown against some scrubs, you know, because we don't have that same intensity. Um, so I think it's really going to be up to the coach Giannis and those other guys to see how focused they're really going to be for whoever they face next round um, versus the rest. I think the rest will be good for them physically. But, you know, to what VP is alluding to, I guess, in the mental and, and focus aspect of it, will they be ready? Will they be sharp? Are they truly deserving of what they are or where they are now is a good question. I'm not sure it matters depending on who they play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, there's a potential depending on who wins what of them playing Brooklyn in the second round. Um, and Brooklyn, they just have too much for the buck. Um, in my eyes, Giannis can't shoot a jump shot. Uh, he still finds a way to be extremely impactful. Um, Middleton, I think it, it it could impact him uh, as a guy who's a shooter, right? So I think Streaky. The, the shooters can be the ones that are impacted by that extreme rest if they're not in the gym shooting, right? Which you you have to expect it's a playoff. So if they have that mentality of we got to win, they're probably doing that. If they have the right leader um, that's telling them, hey, listen, there's no days off, right? Um, then then they should be okay. But, um, you know, if they play Brooklyn, it's Brooklyn, you know, and, and you got studs over there. Uh, and these guys are – the problem is not so much that – you're going to get it from all four of them every night. But if you get it from two of them every night, it's, it's a hard out, you know, pause. If you're, if you're getting, if you're getting it from Kyrie and, and uh, KD one night, and then the next night you're getting it from Harden and Blake decides to pop up pause, you know, it's, it, it, it they just got so much firepower, man. Um, so I'm not sure that that, I'm not sure that that really matters for them, but um, I think the shooters can be impacted there. Um, Philly, Philly looks good, man. Joel Embiid, Embiid, he's, uh, serious. He's such a good player, man. He's that such a good player. Serious. I'm hoping we're seeing the beginning of his maturing. I mean, he's still shit talking and stuff like that, and and I can live with that, right? I just want to see the maturity on the on the floor, right? If you shit talk off the off the court. You know, and even, you know, doing the sh to the fans and stuff, I could live with that. But just, you know, I'd want to see, act like you've been there before because he has, you know, and, and get through it. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how, how, how it pans out. Um, I think, again, uh, I've talked about this in the past. You know, my couple people I know were like, yo, we got to get Chris Paul. We got to get Chris Paul. You know, I, I think Chris Paul needs to really get himself in a situation 
where he's not expected to do so much mm-hmm. because it seems like every year he gets down to the playoffs and his body is not with him. And I mean, we can't, you can't uh, foresee injuries, but you know, that wear and tear on a guy, his age doing the things that he's doing, it has an impact. And I mean, you know, he gets in this playoff series and gets hurt and it drastically changes the series. Yo, it drastically Luka, changes. The boy Luca. Chopping up boy, there. I said uh Luca Doncic. Luca? Man. Bullying them boys. That dude is something different, man. Game one, 31, 10, and 11, triple double. Game two, 39, 7, and 7. Game three, 44, 9, and 9. That, yeah. that, that boy is something different, man. Against the Clippers. Now, I've seen a meme that said uh, if um, <laughs> if Tyron Lue said if Ty Lue don't f- figure out that Pat Beverly can't stick Luka Doncic, he's going to be coaching J. Cole's Africa team. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, the Wikipedia joint that said uh, Dallas Dallas Mavericks. Then it said uh, their star Luka owns the Clippers and his two sons, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yeah, man. Them, them boys, gotta, they got to figure it out, man. We said it. Um, after we saw them play for a bit together, that they're not—that's not the—that's not the duo for you. Or they're missing a piece. They're missing a, a big piece. You know, can they? I think they could be good together. But when you have Kawhi, who's kind of running the point, you know, um, and and Paul George, I don't know, man. He just—it's like he freezes up. He's like a deer in headlights when it's time for for big shit uh from him so <laughs> they had a meme uh for playoff p stats and they were like his stats look like tour dates <laughs> yeah yeah foul I mean, so we talk about uh so what what's that look like for you um we we talked about the east pretty in depth uh for the west uh, I think initially, who, who was your pick out of the West initially? I think uh, I said Lake. I don't know, honestly, because I don't think I really got into it. But I mean, at this point, the way things are shaking out, I think you got to go with LA. Yeah, I think my pick was Denver. Um, almost sure of it. I am. I'm still rolling with Denver, man. I think Jokic is just something different. I wish uh, it would be much better if Jamal Murray didn't get hurt for them. Um, but I do, I do like him. And like I said, if if the Lakers start clicking, it's gonna be a rough night each night. Are they clicking? I mean, they they up two one, and they they about to make it three one, probably today. Maybe. Um. There was another. Oh, John Morant. I mean, I know they lost last night, but this kid is showing us that he is a star in the making. Yeah, I mean, he's been regarded as as a pretty good player. I mean, he's had his nights where he's been off, but, I mean, he's definitely somebody that's that's dangerous in his league and he's only going to get better. But, I mean, this is the stuff we've been talking about. 
you know, even though R.J. Barrett's been struggling in the playoffs, season-wise, he's put up some great numbers, uh, especially for his age. So you look at him, Zion, uh, Lonzo, uh, Ja, Jokic, uh, Luka, you know, the list goes, uh, Mitchell, the list goes on and on and on. When guys like the LeBrons, Kawhis, maybe Kawhis, I say, LeBrons, KDs, Hardens, uh, Westbrooks, Beals, when these guys, you know, that got about five years to 10 years plus in, when they start to go, the NBA's got some really strong young players. Um, I don't know that they, they will have the level of the star level off the court, but, you know, you're going to start to see some really good basketball. And I think people forget that LeBron is the first and one of the most popular of that era in that time where we were really following a kid in high school. Like LeBron's games like were being aired on ESPN. These were some of the first that we saw, you know, outside of the All-American games. So, you know, that level of stardom, I don't know if we're ever going to have it again. Um, but I know for sure we're going to have some really competitive basketball going down the line because these all of these guys are young. Larry always tells me I'm a LeBron hater, but I still got my LeBron high school jersey. You you are a LeBron hater, though. I don't see how that changes anything. No. Invalid. Uh, so what's the NBA going to do, man? How How are they going to protect these guys? You got Russell Westbrook, which he had popcorn poured on him. Um, I'm so happy it was popcorn because if it was liquid, he got so mad about popcorn, he might have made it to the stands if it was liquid. <laughs> yeah, um, security was not holding that boy back. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so that happened to him. Trey Young got spit on. We're getting we're getting outlashed from the Golden Boy LeBron towards the league saying that they need to protect the players all the other players are outraged as they should be you know um what are they gonna do what's the nba do do they strength do they do they get more strenuous on rules um as they have people entering do they make people um agree in purchase that should something like that happen they're sub uh, subject to charges um i know, guess like, what do you do I, I guess i mean the nba the nba just has to step it up you know they've had we've had this problem since rumble in the palace like you know i mean they they've got to do better security wise i mean <laughs> i mean james dolan out there kicking people out that that uh that played in Cars? in the garden, <laughs> he's he's kicking out Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. I mean, so you know the league better the league better get on James Dolan level, man. And I don't know, man. They just gotta step it up. They just gotta step it up. We this is this is a problem that for them to be having as a league, this is way gone on way too long. You know, since since that since that throwdown in the palace, that this is this should never even be an issue. Do we need another one of those for them to take action? Because, you know, our society is a reactive society, right? Um, mm -hmm. Do we need another person to get in them stands, get their hands dirty um, for the league to, to think about taking action? 
No, I think Silver. I think you know Silver's Silver's pretty smart. I mean, he was around for that melee in the palace, and I mean, I think you know they're gonna get back to it. And plus, you know, let's give him a little slack in the sense that you know we just getting back to the stuff. Um, you know, probably got a couple of CSC people that were sleeping on a job. You know, they they're gonna get back to it. We're gonna figure it out. They got to. Um, not, you know, it, it it'll it'll get there. Um, aside from the NBA, man, because I'm tired of the NBA already. Uh, Julio Jones. What's up with Julio Jones, man? Oh man, so Julio Jones is not playing in Atlanta next year. Julio <laughs> Jones, you know what they need to do? They need to take Julio Jones and Aaron Rodgers and put them on a team somewhere because one hates the quarter their quarterback and the other one hates their their wide receiver core so you know you don't give me no help at wide receiver here you go party with julio yeah they gotta figure something out man and and green bay and aaron Rodgers, that whole thing is nasty um i'm curious to see where he lands where julio lands man i'm thinking baltimore maybe VP and, and, and yourself, you guys always want to shoot the players to bail on all this control they got. And um, this is what happens when you give people so much control. Um, you know, they they think that they can control what the team does or doesn't do in relation to the talent they bring in. Right. Julio Jones has a massive contract. Aaron Rodgers have has a massive contract. You getting paid a lot of fucking money. You know, you're unhappy about the people around you. You're unhappy with the decisions that the, the team is making. You, those are conversations you can have. You should probably have those behind closed doors. Um, you know, be a little mature about it. But to be out here and 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 just fully criticizing your employer, you know. Are you talking about Julio or or you talking about Julio right now? I think this is more more Aaron and and now Julio's gotten into it. He's he's running into it, you know. And he's he's allowing these dumb motherfuckers like Shannon Sharp to pull him out, right? Julio's always been a quiet guy, you know, at least on a public front, you know. Um you never heard him bitch and moan even when Roddy White was there eating his eating his plays and shit like that, eating his catches and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Never that guy. Shannon Sharp got him out here telling people, I ain't playing in Atlanta next year. <laughs> like, bruh. Th- that's where we see owners start to put stuff into contracts that are that's unfavorable to players, right? That's where you see owners and 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 lawyers for the for the team start to put stuff in there like, all right, well. It's a breach of contract if you go out there and you speak about, um, you know, being in public about being unhappy with the, d- the decisions that the organization is making. Right. You're and such, then we can you're such a company, man. I'm you're not, such a company, I, man. I I'm mean, it, you, you say that and then juxtapose what happened to Barry Sanders. Fucking suffered there forever so bad that one of the big best backs in their prime had to leave the game. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see. We don't want to see great players rot on bad franchises, man. Fuck that. We don't want to see it. We don't need to see it. Green Bay won a fucking championship. They won a Super Bowl. 
Yeah, a once few years since ago. he's been there, and and they keep jerking this guy. <laughs> they How keep so? doing bullshit with with his draft picks because they because they're not drafting wide receivers, and he wants them to. Like, yeah. dude, you're selfish. We get it. You're a quarterback, and you want to pass from the one yard line, but you got a great running back right now that they just re-signed. You got a guy in Aaron Jones that can make things happen, right? In order for that to be made to be successful and for you to not get hit, maybe we should get some fucking linemen. Never well, know. They didn't, they didn't do that either. It's they, it's important. They didn't do that either. They not they're not drafting anything for him. They haven't gotten him O line. He talked about that. He talked about how they let one of his his long standing guys go. He he's not. They're not getting him O line. They drafted a quarterback first round that nobody would have taken first round. They're not getting him anything. They took a cornerback this year. I mean, they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything to make this team better. So I mean, it, it just doesn't make any sense. He, they got a, they got a good team. But when you're talking about guys rotting on bad franchises, these guys are not on bad franchises. They're, there's just better franchises in the league. Like, you know, when you think about Atlanta, Atlanta's not a bad team. They were just in the Super Bowl, had a bad coach, made bad decisions. And as a player, hey, maybe that was your opportunity to talk shit. Go over to your coach or your quarterback, you know, and be like, or your coordinator, what the fuck are we doing? Stop throwing me the ball. Run the ball. We're way up, right? That's your opportunity. You want to you want to be hindsight 2020 and be like, oh, well, we went to the Super Bowl and now we ain't doing shit. And and now I'm ha- I'm unhappy and I want to get out of here. Dude, hey, they brought they even brought in a running back, right? Where we as fans questioned it because of a knee injury and fantasy and stuff like that. But a guy who was doing great with the Rams when they brought in Gurley, you know, um, you, you can't say that they're not, they weren't trying, right? He's played Green with Bay is definitely not. They're not trying because they didn't get wide receivers. I, I mean, I don't or get Or an O-line. They haven't, they, or an O-line. They haven't built anything around Aaron Rodgers to do what he does. Aaron Rodgers is just a fucking cocky piece of shit motherfucker. And you just play, you're playing into it. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He's seeing, he's seeing Tom Brady who made, uh, you know, took his career and made additional success after leaving new England. And he's thinking, well, if I can get put on a stacked team somewhere, then maybe we can compete, you know, Tom Brady is a perfect example of what happens. Tom Brady leaves his franchise that he's been with forever. I don't like the direction and the shit that they're doing. Hey, you guys want to give me carte blanche here? Comes to Tampa, has the coach uh, eating his words, talking about he'll never bring Antonio Brown on. He does. (laughs) They stack the chips, and they win. I mean, nothing else to see here. When's the last time we ever heard Tom Brady complain about them not bringing in a wide receiver help? Who Tom Brady? Matter of fact, Tom Brady's never really had wide receiver. We don't help. we don't hear about it, but that was largely right. why he left. That was largely why he left this year. Right. So my point, which when we started was publicly, right? Publicly, stuff like that. Yeah, but he was able board. to leave. But he was able to leave, so he didn't need to get to a public point. He was able to leave. He Aaron Rodgers is stuck. Based on this, he, no, he's not stuck. You signed a contract. It's not like they, they're holding a gun to your head now, right? You signed that contract. You said, yes, 
I'm in it for the long. You, you signed it with the belief that they would do better, and they're not doing better. So he wants to go. He signed. He signed it with the belief that I'm. I'm a selfish motherfucker. They've let me throw you for every Huh? You just hate Aaron Rodgers. I do. I hate him. He's a piece of shit. He's a, he's a horrible person. Um, you know, overall, he's just he's he's shitty. He's a shitty person. Oh my god. What what's the bingeables, man? I'm done with you. <laughs> Too much power for fucking players, man. Too much power to to be over here dictating shit in in public media. Build that shit into your contract to where you have those conversations behind closed doors is what I'm saying. You could be as frustrated and as upset, but you out here fucking throwing shade on your team. You never know what impact that could be having on somebody that might be interested in going there. Yeah, your company, man. Company, man. This pinky shit. <laughs> Listen, bro. This is my business. <laughs> this pinky shit. <laughs> This is my business, bro. Um, what you been watching? Uh, Besides I don't remember watching anything new. I don't remember watching anything new since we last, since we last potted. Um, just my regular TV shows throughout the week. Uh, All Rise, my girl Misty, Misty Knight. She they they canceled that show. I love that show. I love her. Um, yeah, just the regular stuff, man. Season finales galore. Ah, my uh, Animal Kingdom is coming back on TNT. Um, I'm interested to see how that's gonna go down. That's oh, a phenomenal show. It's back. Yeah, it's coming it back. USA. Oh, nah, no, that's right. TNT. Right. Queen of the South is USA. That's winding down. Um, that's about to go off pretty soon. I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Um. And about to watch Godfather of Harlem today at some point. Um, but yeah, man, that's just my regular TV stuff. Nothing, nothing new that stands out. I haven't been watching much of anything, but with this vacation coming this week, I plan on trying to make some time to watch some shit. I definitely got to catch up on uh, Godfather of Harlem. That is a thing for me. Um, I'm gonna watch some of these documentaries tonight. Definitely. You know the one that that's going to be on HBO Max. I'll I'll definitely get to that. Uh, oh, the shop is back too. First episode has Jay Z on it. Yeah, the shop. I'll be watching that. A uh, lot of lot of gems in there. I knew he wrote on. Um, you know, still Dre. I knew he wrote Dre's verse. I didn't know he wrote Dre and Snoop's verse on that shit. Who? Jay. Jay Z. You said. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I knew he wrote for Dre on that track. And I knew he wrote for Dre for, on a shitload of other tracks. Um, yeah, and you don't you don't get that as much anymore because we don't have CD sleeves. Like you know, back in the day when you had CD sleeves, you open it up and you could see people getting there. Uh, you know that you could see the credits. And since we don't have that anymore, you know we don't see who's who's the geniuses behind some of these things that are out here uh, or that mm-hmm. are getting put out. Um, but that is that's how I knew. That's one of the ways that I knew that he wrote for Dre on so many tracks was just seeing that. Uh back when I was really, really, really big into music. I used to actually look at those CD sleeves. Um but uh I do want to watch that. Um and I, I look forward to 
the any additional episodes that he has beyond that. I think you know LeBron has a great show with that. I think he 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 struck gold with that show with the shop. Um, you know, he just has to have the right people on there. Um, VP said he he rewatched the Nevers. I tried to watch it, and I think I just pick a bad time to watch it because I just start to fade out and doze off. Um, so I'm going to try to give it an honest go at it one more time. Um, yeah. I didn't watch it yet. I didn't watch it yet. I didn't even try. But I would. <laughs> you don't watch anything. I don't have, I don't have time. But the man. Sopranos. I do watch Sopranos. I do watch Sopranos. That's my... Uh, that's my um, that's my workout show, man. Get on the elliptical, set it for fifty minutes, throw on the Sopranos, skip the title, and usually it's about fifty-two minutes. You know, mm-hmm. so so just it's did just you fun. you started watching the Upshaws? Did you finish it? No, 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 no. I haven't had a chance to get back to that either. But I really like that show. It's pretty really good. Like Mike Epps is one of my favorite comedians, anyway uh as it is and he's one of my favorite comedians as an actor some comedians can't act um mm. i think he does a good job with that uh not showing that he's a comedian when he acts and um so i really do like that show uh, uh he's got a another i think it's a movie coming with um oh yeah 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 this is part two to something i didn't see the first one with uh, Cat Williams, Mike, right? Cat Williams, uh, I think Lil Duval's in it. Um, it's Meet the Something. Meet Meet the Robinsons. Meet the hold on. Part two to something. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Meet the the House Next Door. Meet the Blacks too. So yeah. Meet the Blacks too. I didn't see Meet the first one. Meet the Blacks but, one was actually pretty good. It was on it was on Netflix back when I used to watch TV, uh, when I had time. Uh, it's I'm uh, to watch that. It was funny. It was funny. Uh, this one looks like it's gonna be funny, and it has my guy Gary Owen in it. Um, <laughs> one, you know, he's one of my my he's probably my favorite white comedian. Uh, one of my favorite white comedians, you know, uh, aside from the old school heads, the old heads. Um, I look forward to watching that. That's June 11th, so I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, right around the corner. Definitely right around the corner. I'm going to have to catch up on Meet the Blacks, see what that's about. No King Batch was in it. Lil Duval was in, that, was in that one, was in this one, too. Oh, actually, what I did watch, too, was the uh, Tyson documentary, the two-part one that's on... Uh, ABC that was I mean not nothing nothing new nothing new that uh we didn't know about Tyson just you know anytime you get to watch anything about Tyson man it's special and um yeah and it's just funny how that you know one guy was saying you know three people ruled the world back then Mike Tyson Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson so true the Mike so true yeah so yeah yeah, I'm gonna probably catch part two on that. Yeah, I'll probably give a shot. I'll give a try on the Nevers and see how I like that. Um, like VP said, but um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I gotta find. I gotta find a way to make some time to watch some TV. I'll do it. 
Yeah. He brought up the uh, the Eternals trailer, Marvel's new Eternals trailer. I'm not too excited about the Eternals. Why not? Um, um, not. I mean, honestly, like your most expert comic people are the most familiar with that. Um, that that that's a whole nother level. I'm not on. I'm not that familiar with their story. Um, mainly because a lot of that stuff came you know, in different times and different, uh, different comic books, but I really don't know where they're going to go with that. Um, especially for the, for the, for the big screen. But, um, I, I'm, I much rather see other projects that they're pushing back. Like they just push back. They might potentially push back blade. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm not happy about that, especially because Ali is getting older. Like Mahershala Ali is like 44 right now. And he'll probably be like, 47 by the time they start even filming the film which is pretty nasty for me so um i don't know we'll see he's you know he seems like he's gonna he, he's gonna be one of those actors that acts well for a long time though um, oh yeah phenomenal actor yeah phenomenal actor Vari says that you hate marvel nah no he hates dc that that he we do in, know. He said in his Kanye voice. <laughs> we, we know he hates DC. We, that we do know. EJ Stewart don't care about white <laughs> comedy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, uh, I, I think Marvel, um, quickly, I think Marvel is, has uh, been spoiled so much and they're, they're arrogant. Um, so that this phase four rollout that they're doing, they're going to do some things that are kind of head scratching. But I mean, the thing about Marvel is that they haven't lost yet since, you know, 2008. So, um, you know, I think they still bank on people going to buy it, but they're definitely going to be doing some head scratchers with some of the stuff that they coming out with. So people are always going to buy Marvel, man. Um, because you know, like VP always says, and we, we talk about here, um, you can you can put you can go sit down watch a marvel movie and digest it whether you know marvel or not right whether you're Mm -hmm. a comic book fan or not fully Mm -hmm. digest it get engulfed in something that you enjoy right whether it's you know the the story of what you're interpreting this story as not knowing backstories or you're just engulfed in the explosions the bright lights or you're engulfed in, you know, the nostalgic music they play and, and everything, you know, uh, the beautiful women they put into it in different areas. Um, just, you know, there's always something. Um, so they'll they'll always be successful, I think. Um, so, yeah, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say you hate them, but like I've said time and time again, and I won't get into it because you'll probably start yelling. Um, <laughs> I just think that you you prefer things that are closer to the preview to the to the story the way it was written initially um then you do the theatrics of things and that's what i like i like a good i like a good show i can understand it when it doesn't happen and when it (laughs) (laughs) we're always talking about strippers but uh, I, I can I can um, understand it because, I mean, literally everything they've done has not been akin to the comics. So 
you know, you just got to deal with that. But it it just becomes when it when it becomes a, a battle of the criticism, you know, when you get in these these circles, um, people people say things and it just becomes a talking point at that point because, you know, people bring that up as a criticism for DC when, you know, Marvel's been doing it too. But I mean, it is what it is, you know. You get used to to understanding that that's what it is, especially on screen. Um, some of it is head scratching for me, but you know, if, if it's good, it's good. You know, that's that's it. Yeah, you know. I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um. All right, man. Anything else that we need to talk about this week? No, nah, no. Nah, I think I think we had a short uh list but just you know um hefty content for that short list so i think that was pretty pretty straight you know definitely uh the tulsa hundred hundred and i won't even say anniversary but hundredth year uh to to recognize the victims that were murdered and massacred um you know once again memorial day for the fallen soldiers that paid the ultimate sacrifice and uh yeah man get it in hey try what i told you um being that you're gonna be on vacation go get yourself some bullet bourbon or whatever bourbon that you've become akin to i would say bullet because it, it matches this uh recipe but go get some bullet bourbon get some orange triple sec um do they sell yeah, nips? Bullet, huh? Bullet. <laughs> sell nips a bullet. Now nah, you don't need no nip. <laughs> get a I bottle. Think, you, get a nip for it. You get a nip for it, man. I want the whole I want the full Baltimore feel. I need a half pint in a paper bag. No, 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 man. Only our only our finest liquor store sell bullet. <laughs> <laughs> the top top shelf. Only our finest delicatessen. Um, nah, man. You know, call it. We call this a man crush. Oh, you gotta get. Well, shit. This is the most difficult part. You gotta get the fresh squeezed orange juice. That's that's the that's the uh, key part. If you don't have nothing to juice oranges with, then you asked out. But it's a, it's a great drink, though, man. You'll you'll enjoy it. I, I went and got an orange juice squeezer just for it, so I can make it at home. Stop spending so much goddamn money on it in the bar, but it's so. I mean, because people don't think bourbon. Bourbon is obviously a winter type drink because you know it has that winter feel and just the elements of of the taste and and how it makes you feel all the way around. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of recipes for bourbon drinks, um, especially summertime ones, unless you're doing lemonades and mules and um, you know. Uh, shit like that but the crush the orange crush is a maryland staple um so if you ever come to a maryland bar you know you can get a vodka crush it is very tasteful it is for a summer drink it is great um but you know i like bourbon so i get mine with bourbon we call it a man crush very refreshing so definitely if you can whip something up while you got some time i recommend that recipe being that you you know you're diving into the bourbon lately 
Yeah, I've been um, keeping the calorie count down, so I've just been drinking like uh, vodka waters, <laughs> vodka waters and ice. Um, maybe drop a drop a honey or some leftover sugar cubes. I might put one one sugar cube in there, or I'll do it with lemonade or something like that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, 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 yeah. I I'll, I'll try that. Um, if not, then I'll try it. Uh, in September. When we voyage to <laughs> when he and I voyage to uh, trash to Baltimore, <laughs> I'll be able to get it then. Yeah, that's that's actually the joint that put E out of commission. <laughs> I don't doubt it. He's he's uh, he got baby he got baby liver. Um, <laughs> his liver is like Trey Young's scalp. <laughs> oh man. Oh, um, man. Look at look at VP. This <laughs> said some negro most negro shit ever. <laughs> we going to call that the black stallion. It's not a mule. <laughs> Any with ginger ale. We'll call that the black stallion. This is not fucking. That's said why the most negro think. shit ever. Mm-hmm. That's why they That's always why... fighting in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he ain't on the pod today. Henny with the ginger. He had two, one too many. Mm-hmm. Coconut rum with pineapple. Come on, VP. I'm gonna need you to get some drinks that aren't uh, normal. Um, that's called pina colada. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, well, since VP's not here uh, physically, he's here in spirit and in the chat, sending us his chats, harassing us. Still long winded. (laughs) (laughs) We'll, we'll, I'm gonna do my best rendition uh, to get us up out of here. And how does he always start it? Hey, everybody. Hey, uh, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Um, no, but seriously, uh, Castworthy Podcast, we are available, we are accessible, we are open minded. Um, send us your feedback, send us your thoughts, send us your topics, send us your suggestions, send us your requests to join. Uh, all of these things we are looking for. We can be reached on um, social media, <laughs> on uh, Facebook, on Instagram. On Twitter, uh, just by looking at um, <laughs> looking up Castworthy Podcast, C A S T W O R T H Y. You can listen to us on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube and see the video and see these dashingly handsome faces. Um, <clears throat> we're available for that. Uh, we stream live on Sundays. We schedule for 9 a.m. Usually don't start till about 10 uh, a.m. Because, you know, we brown. Uh, And (laughs) that's it, man. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the interaction in the comments. Um, And uh, until next time, I will say thanks again to those who lost their lives fighting for us and uh, keeping the flag where it is. Uh, keeping us safe to VP's brothers and brethren 
thank you to them. Have a wonderful Memorial Day this Sunday evening. Make sure to watch the verses with Swiss Beats and Timberland. That is going to be a great episode. We're going to talk in length about it next week. So, so you are educated. Watch it. Um, and again, shout out to uh, to Tulsa. Uh, just as a, a, a general area, not as, uh, you know, Black Wall Street, but everything that took place there. Give us our reparations, man. We deserve it. And we are out of here. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.